everybody. Welcome to the OK Podcast, where we talk freely on any topic, any topic at all. Yay! My name is Sharon, and I'm Corin. And today we're going to be talking about the red flags in a relationship. We're not just talking about any relationship, we're talking about more romantic relationships. Now keep in mind, neither any one of us, neither both of us have um, um, experienced a romantic relationship. However, um, I feel like um, we do not have to in order to say what we think. And also um, we have learned quite a number of um, things from our cocos and chichis and cocos and chichis are basically our elders or you know you know people who are a little older than us and who are dating and who are married now and some of them have children which is cool but we've learned from them and these are the things that we've come up with Um, again relationships um, how people view relationships are very um, open-ended there's not really a wrong answer but to me personally I take relationships pretty seriously. Again, I think marriage is a gift from God and it's just our duty to open that gift carefully. Um, So when I hop into my relationship, I hop into it knowing that I will get married to that person. I will. And they can never escape from me. I'm kidding. But um, it's just that I take personal uh, relationships very seriously. And um, I I don't do like, Um, I don't really hop from one person to another because I feel like that's just not what suits me and that's not what's going to help me knowing my personality and yeah that's how I view it. Yes I I think I agree with you like definitely there's one time like um, a person recommend me to actually practice dating so that uh, once if for example I date I don't have that nervousness anymore but then I, I don't think I, that's just not um, what I believe in. I think uh, marriage is some uh, part of God's plan and it's something serious. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I, I just want to, my ideal uh, desire is that I want to date the one and the one who I'm in the end will marry. So mm-hmm. I don't think the with, one. Oh, God, write that down. This is a really good idea for the next episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yes, please. Yes, please. Yes, thank you. Okay, now this one we have to cut. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, where were we? Sorry, that's like my aunt. Actually, yeah. Actually, you know what? We don't have to cut it. You know, we're we're committed to this one take. That was my aunt. She was asking me if I wanted some Dolores eggs. Um, she was making. She's been really good at making those, by the way. But yeah. Anyways. Anyways. um, So uh, we were at like uh, talking about relation uh, the one, uh, but I think that's like a topic for another discussion. Anyway, yeah, that's a really good one. Oh my gosh, we should like a, we should do a toll. Maybe go out on your Instagram. Like, do you believe in the one or you believe in loving everyone, uh, anyone? As in, you know what I'm saying? The one or the choice. Okay, it's always there. You like go. That. The, the one, one or the chosen. Yeah, but anyway. Um, um, yeah, that's why for I, I think I believe that a relationship is something that should be taken seriously. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, um, I agree with that. And I think me and Corin are somewhat of the mind, same mindset um, when it comes to relationships. It's just that we have 
come together um, and come up with um, the red flags. And I noticed that our points are different, obviously, because we're so different. But you know what? I think all of these points are very good for any one of you guys who are listening um, or who are willing to listen. You know, we're not forcing you, but, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we have eight of them in total. Um, I'll be sharing four and Goren will also be sharing four. And so, yeah, let's get started. All right. So um, my number one point is if they justify their bad behavior, it's such a red flag. Like there's one time I was close with a guy and then um, turns out like after months talking with him, I realized that he's hitting a lot of women. So he's not just uh, texting me or just um, wanted to get to know me, but he's also doing it with a lot of other people. And then one of his girls okay, uh, went to social media and then uploaded and then tagged him. And then um, when I asked him, uh, what he said was he was just being friendly to uh, to us, to mm -hmm. what he called Dede, means little sister. But then I mm -hmm. think a person who is being friendly wouldn't say things like, uh, I would prefer you to be my bride compared to you being my wedding planner. Yeah, so. Oh my gosh. What do you think? Um, well, um, for that, um, I know how some people will try to justify their bad behavior, especially in the state, in the beginning stages where like you point out the red flags that are, are, are that are already there. Um, I think it's not a good idea to ignore it, you know? So even you yourself, if you are in um, a relationship with someone or you're getting to know someone, it's not a healthy thing to, you know, excuse their behaviors, their bad behavior specifically, um, just like that, just easily, because I do think these are the things that you should take note of because these are the things that make them who they are and you don't want to surprise yourself later down the road. And also, I see this in so many girls, too, um, that I talk to, they tell me about their boyfriends, and when I hear their stories and how they, you know, they treat them, um, sometimes I tell them, like, that's, I don't think that's a good thing, you know, and the girlfriend will start, like, you know, defending them. Now, I think that's, that's not a good practice for us girls as well, because we have to um, keep a standard for ourselves and not ever deplete our own value just because we want to keep a guy just because we want to feel safe and we want to feel that we are you know worthy to be dating or something like that um but yeah so let's not justify bad behaviors on both ends the guy should not justify their behavior the girl should not justify their bad behavior but they shouldn't also justify each other's bad behavior well said. um but yeah i agree with that Gordon. um cool um the second point for me, this one came for me, um, is if they don't respect or love their mom or dad, whoever is, you know, in their lives. Um, I, I find this a really big deal because um, I noticed that um, with parents, if they don't love and respect their moms, I don't, I know it's easier said than done. Sometimes like we, we never know what their past has been like, their childhood has been like with their parents. But from what I know, the Bible says to honor your parents, you know, and if they can't do that, I think it is a red flag because 
for example, like, you know, chances are when their children, you know, one of the reasons that they have grown a hatred for their mom is because they've gotten so used to their voice and their naggy, their nagginess, I guess, you mm -hmm. know, and chances are they're going to get used to your voice and also think that you're also pretty naggy. And it also kind of shows how they're going to respond to that. Are they going to start hating you instead? You know, and, mm -hmm. you know, after all, like their parents are their, you know, birth givers. So like they should cherish these people no matter what, you know. Amen. So I think that's a pretty big thing. And also um, one thing that me and Gordon talked about before this podcast was that, you know, sometimes when they tell us that, like, especially a person, they tell us that, you know, like my mom, man, she's whatever, like, I don't care about her because she's always trying to teach me stuff. Now, that's what the moms are here to do. <laughs> They're supposed to teach you how to live life as a decent human being, you know? Um, so if they're not teachable, that is a red flag that we can connect to this one. But girls and boys, please look out for people who do respect their parents and love on their parents, just as they love on themselves. Because um, then that's going to show how they're going to love on you. Okay, so that's my second point amen amen mm -hmm. to that yes girl and so my uh, second point is if your third point the third point oh yeah my third so sorry my third uh mm -hmm. our third red flag is mm -hmm. if they're constantly pushing our buttons like mm -hmm. uh of course i think uh there are times and i have a lot of friends of mine uh, when you know that uh, you don't want to do a certain thing or you're annoyed of a certain thing, but then they just keep on pushing you for you to do a certain thing or pushing you to keep on, uh, basically keep on annoying you, even though if they already know uh, those kind of things, uh, that action bothers you, for example. Mm -hmm. If I'm, if, for example, I really don't like if a person is late for a date, because for me, I'm I'm such a quality time person, and that's like my number one in love language. So if, for example, like uh, when that person is late, and then I've waited for like thirty minutes, and then I've already pulled him for like five times, and then they keep on doing that, I think mm -hmm. that can be a red flag, especially after talking it out, after talking like, hey, this behavior is annoying to me can you please come on time at least just 15 minutes late or 10 minutes you know mm. yeah like that yeah 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 um yeah i i agree with that like uh, also um i was talking to gordon earlier too about like testing the boundaries like i think there's a difference between them healthily challenging you to be better um and testing your boundaries for the fun of it. Um, if they're, if they're, you know, like trying to make you, if they're trying to desensitize you in a way from like being easily annoyed, I think that's a good thing. But to do it in malintent and being very like, you know, being very like justifying of it, it's really, I think it's bad. Um, but yeah, I agree with that. Okay, um, for our fourth point, um, this is a really big one. Um, it's the lack of communication. Um, I think that this one is such a big one. Oh my gosh. So 
for me as an ENFJ, I don't mean to bring this up again, but we are very, um, we're very talkative people who find conversations that feed us well, you know, it's important to us that like conversations between people make us feel connected, make us feel that, you know, that we can connect to a person emotionally, intellectually, and like even, you know, just talk about the most random stuff and yet still feel very fulfilled, you know? So it's very important that you guys have good communication because for me, how I keep my um, relationship stable is to um, talk through issues. And if the person's not willing to communicate with you, that's very concerning because it also shows that they're not willing to, you know, they're not willing to work with you and that it's going to be so hard for you in the future to have to endure that, you know, endure that personality of not wanting to work through something together. You know, you can't be the only one who, you know, is up for communication and the person isn't. Um, so that's a bad thing. And also when we're talking about communication, I think that if you guys don't communicate this, especially from the very beginning, um, communicate um, priorities and values, you know, like what do you guys see in the future? Like, are they the same or do they align? Can they be aligned? You know, because I think that when you guys um, are deciding to um, commit to one another, at least you know, agree with the values that you guys want to commit to as well, you know, because this is what's going to bind you guys together. Because if you guys have different values and different priorities, like there, there's no saying as to like, how many times you guys are going to fight, and how endless it's going to be because you guys will never have the common ground, you know. So I think communicate that it's very important. And also one thing that I recently learned too: communicating secrets. I'm not saying that you have to expose yourself completely to your significant other, but also I think that communicating that secret that you think they deserve to know or things that they've asked you before, because, you know, there are some secrets that I think like significant others should know and, you know, for their own sake and for the relationship's sake, it's good to, you know, like, I don't know, to kind of like feed that, that wanting to knowness. And I think that, you know, if you keep that secret for so long, it's gonna turn out rotten. And it's just, you know, the longer you keep it, the worse it's gonna get. And then you're gonna violate trust and it's just pretty toxic. But yeah, communicate, you know, communicate is so important. Um, every day, communicate if you can with your significant other. And if that person is not the type to communicate that much, then God bless you, you know? <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think on communication. Yes, yes. Um, yeah, I think I just want to share like a story to uh, to add on. I think um, I completely agree with everything you just said. I think communication. I think you have stressed so much that communication is important. Communication is key and mm -hmm. everything. And I really believe in that. Um, there's, there's, it's it's such a shocking uh, news and uh, story to me that there are um uh, a lot of couples my mom's friend like uh when they were talking about values and about uh life mission priorities they don't know about each other's uh goals and visions and even their their values about certain things can be different but they didn't, they never know about each other i think because of the mm -hmm. lack of communication mm -hmm. that they have and yeah why well, i think um and those kind of 
as little as it is, even though it's like a different value, it can really be a big thing. Even though we think mm-hmm. like, oh, it's just a small thing. It's just a different perspective. No big deal. But it can become a big deal along the way. Yeah. yeah. So never um, underestimate those little things that when we we think that, oh, it's a, a little thing, we don't have to discuss it. I think in uh, relationship-wise, communication, again, openness and communication is really key. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. I mean, yes, ma'am. <laughs> and I think because of that, because of that point, communication, I think the other, I think this is like number, how this is like the sixth, the sixth red flag. It's mm-hmm. that they are not good at listening. Oh my mm-hmm. God. Like, listening mm-hmm. is, I think other for me I value listening more than talking like more than coming okay it's basically they're the same okay okay girl <laughs> okay they're the same okay they're I'm 50, so sorry. 50 important <laughs> okay they're 50 50 important no they are 100 percent the same gender yeah. yeah of the same same importance I think listening yeah. is a sign of humility um it's a sign that uh when once you listen to someone it means that you're lowering you're humbling your thoughts your opinions, your uh, whatever you want to um, enforce on a person, just because you want to understand the other person more, you want to know mm-hmm. what they are thinking, you want to mm-hmm. listen what they are, mm-hmm. what what is um, their opinion about stuff. So once you are mm-hmm. listening, it shows that you are interested with that person, and mm-hmm. uh, it's not just a red flag. I think it's 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 a, it's really um, what what can I say? A turn off. If I if I meet a guy and then this guy, uh, can't stop talking about himself. I think, himself. Yeah, <laughs> it's a big turn off. Yeah, for me listening. It's a crazy. really big thing, honestly, especially in the beginning. Like if they can't stop talking about themselves, yikes. Definitely, mm, and yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, I I totally agree with that point. Like, oh my gosh, like I'm just going to share my own personal experience that I've had with my my friends. Um I have to um honestly like let let them listen about this, but I I recently had a really bad experience. Um so my job was canceled and also um something bad happened to my car and so I had to, you know, go through this mental breakdown. Well, honestly, I didn't have to, but that's what happens to me when I go through stuff like that and um I was freaking out and then the the night of the you know the events I called the person and I told them like hey yo like this happened you know it's such a bad day and I understand that this person know me really well and they know that like when I am very negative I go down this very toxic spiral of just like beating myself up um, but that's just, you know, me, like, that's just like how I, you know, cope with certain things, you know, like, I need like a good minute to discipline myself to tell myself like, hey, you know, like, 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 you, you know, mm. be grateful that you, you didn't die. <laughs> and like, be grateful that like, you know, you're still, you know, living and breathing and like the conditions that you're in, you know. And so like, I had to like, really kind of discipline myself in a way and so then I was telling the story to my friend and um you know because he knows me so well he's like stop no wait like don't 
don't talk much further <laughs> like um he was saying like um here like let's just deal with one thing at one at a time you know but then in my head I was like but I've already dealt with it let me just tell you what I went through you know so you can understand better my 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 um my depression here <laughs> and then um he was just like no, no no it's okay we'll deal with that later we we think of this one first okay and I was like what you know <laughs> and then and then you know I understand it was not of you know malintent like he was just trying to come up with solutions for me which is good which I appreciate but at the same time sometimes guys especially guys like girls just want someone to listen sometimes you know yes sometimes we want a problem solver we appreciate that then also sometimes we already know that there is not much solving left to do we just want to talk about the problem sometimes just because we want to acknowledge that what we went through was hard <laughs> um and so I think that's that's the case when it comes to listening gosh it's so important all right can I add yeah. on some point like yes music, yes girl remind me of something like I think I think this is for guys and girls I know sometimes yeah. when we care about someone and we want we we of course want to solve their problem directly but I think what we can do is listen to them first listen to them until they're mm. finished then you solve the problem because mm. again it's listening is also like a doctor when they are asking questions you're listening to also you are listening to the symptoms basically so before, yeah before you got all the symptoms you cannot conclude a thing or you cannot give them medicine you can't diagnose them yes you can't diagnose them because that's just <laughs> you might kill them right yeah so yeah i think yeah. yeah so that's what i just want to add yeah no i agree but also we we talked it out right me and my friend we talked it out like as to like what the problem was and like how i felt like why did you not just listen to me um i understand why he doesn't just listen to me it's because i take so long <laughs> i take so long to tell my story because i stop and then like i have to do a long pause and he's not he's not sure whether it's time to talk or not you know um but like i think that you know i think that you know <laughs> with with like with like you know friend to friend relationships just be patient I guess I guess what what else can you do you know what I'm saying like the person had a rough day you know so I don't know yeah anyways um yeah so if they're not good at listening ladies and men run the other way um okay point number six for me um opposite personalities is a red flag ding 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 we hear that phrase um opposites attract you know like it's good for them you know to have differences yes it's very good to have differences but to be complete opposites are very are, are is good i'm not going to say it's very bad i'm just going to say it's very difficult um to manage okay um why i say that is because um their values are going to be totally different um for example like my parents um gore knows my parents they're so opposite it's not even funny you know like they my mom is so spunky and my dad is so simple my mom is very straightforward my dad is very um wishy-washy to be honest but like what 
kind of binds them together. Like I, I mentioned earlier, what binds them is their common ground and it's their values, you know? So if they have similar, um, something in common, like that's kind of what, you know, keeps them together. And I think like similarity is very important in a relationship, be it hobbies, um, values, or even interests, you know? So, and also another thing is that if like, they're very, very different to the point where they see things differently, like, for example, if a girl, um, her love language is, let's say, gift, gifts, okay? So, like, she expects to get a gift every birthday or anniversary. But what this guy ends up doing is just, like, let's say, acts of service, you know, helping her move out of her house and stuff like that. Now, she doesn't consider that as a sweet action, but he does, you know? So, it's never going to be sufficient enough to her unless you guys communicate that, you know? So, like, if you guys are so different, like the girl might just keep on going like oh he's not sweet enough to me you know or like he's not caring enough but to him he has been caring you know so it's it's something that I really think at least you should communicate but if it's really something you guys cannot adapt to then mm, 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 really bad um and and the one more thing that's really important to me too is humor if your humor is so different forget it leave them it's honestly if they're not funny to you like you do not want to spend the rest of your life not laughing okay like it's so important that you guys at least could share some laughter together you know Mm -hmm. if they're not funny to you and if they don't find you funny then you know like hands in the ear bye 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 you know so yeah you got anything to add to that no I think I completely agree with that yeah. Yeah, I think that's so it's like our last point. So our last uh, um the number uh, we still we still got we still got one more. <laughs> we still, oh, we still, we still have got one two more. more. Oh yeah, yeah, two more. Yeah. Okay, so this is like okay. So this is like this. Now this is the eighth the second one. last one. Oh. Also this is the seventh one. Okay, sorry guys. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. The seventh one is like they belittle other people way too much. So, I like you know what? You can know a person from the way they treated a waiter. Mm, Yes. And when they are with their closest friends. So, we can uh, definitely see a person uh, from the way they, not just from the way they treat a waiter, but also from how they're with their closest friends because sometimes um, they can act really nice around you and they can be really sweet and loving but then once you meet them with their friend they can be like yo check that girl out you know it's something you, you never know what hmm. what is happening you know it can be very different yeah yeah can it be very different they're but honestly with that though like I think that's understandable I feel like I'm different with you than I am with everyone else too I'm different with some other people than I am with you you know like I think that's fine if that's their language just as long as they don't you know wish bad upon other people you know what I'm saying oh that's why that's what I'm saying um the way oh, they okay. talk to their friends for example what if like for mm-hmm. example they are talking to their friends uh, within their close friend and then they start in terms of girls this is this happened before like uh, my my guy friend, uh, he likes this girl. And then once this girl was with her girlfriends, you know, the, her girl group, they started like, oh my God, look at that girl. Oh my God, she's so poor, you know? 
the seventh point that Corin mentioned. Like, instead of, like, discouraging other people, they should be a light to other people. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, they should um, some way kind of, like, um, boost you from one level to the next because that's what relationships are for, I feel. Like, even when you guys go through issues, you guys somehow mend and then mend for the better. Um, but, yeah. Yeah. Um, I guess that's all you got to say. Do you have anything else, Gordon? Yeah, I have I have a story for that point, I guess. Okay. Um, there was one time a friend of mine, uh, she was into uh, modeling. She loves fashion. Mm-hmm. So she has a model a lot. And because of that, she's into body shaping. So she's very thin, very tall and all that. But then mm-hmm. um, uh, when she was uh, telling her boyfriends like, oh, I'm into, uh, I'm into modeling. And then mm-hmm. um, I remember she told me that he said, oh, why, why are you so thin? Why are you like this? Why, why do you always uh, wear these weird clothes? And I think those are the belittle, the what? The what you said, Kate? Things that belittle. Yeah, the, uh, the belittling thing. <laughs> yeah, and very discouraging of their passion. Yeah, your cheerleader for life, your number one fan for life. But also, like, w- with that specific story that you mentioned, though, I think um, that is uh, that is more on the issue of like values, the difference in values. I feel like probably the guy just wants her to be a bit more modest in a sense. And if that was the case, I think that that is something they should have discussed from the very beginning. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. be, been made clear, like if she wants, if he says like, you know, I love you the way you are, you're perfect the way you are, you don't need to fix yourself. But if this is for your, you know, your blogs and your fashion things, then go ahead by all means. But one thing for me though, I don't want you to be flaunting yourself, you know? If that's a value that he upholds and if that's a value that she upholds as well, or at least used to, I think it is also in his obligation to remind her of it. Um, I understand like about this like clothing, this whole like um what you call this whole thing in especially in today's society, like the girls can wear whatever they want to wear because Masat when they go outside and they wear crop tops, like they're shamed for it because they're asking for it. You know, like I hold it. I know this is a whole other conversation, but like I think that modesty, especially within Christian girls, are important. Not just modesty within within like physicality, but also modesty within your personality. You know, it has mm. to combine. It has to mesh somehow. And so I think if the guy just wants to guard her modesty that way, I think it's not a bad thing. Just as long as he doesn't come off as like, you know, forceful. You know, as long as he's willing to communicate with her and work through it with her. Um, and she shouldn't, you know, she should try to understand where he's coming from as well, I guess, instead of just assuming that he's just not supportive. Mm. Um, but see, like, benefit yeah. of the doubt, you know, just like understand other people, you know. <laughs> this is just um, a good example of basically co- clear communication. Of, yeah. Like- yeah, communication is important. So just to wrap up, the eight flags um, that we got, the red flags. First one is justify, if they justify their bad behavior, right? Um, number two is they if they don't respect or love on their mom. 
And the third one is if they're constantly testing your boundaries. And number four, if it's if they if you guys have the lack of communication. Um, mm-hmm. Number five is if they are not good at listening. Number six is if you guys have way opposite personalities. Um, number seven, if they have the habit of belittling others. And number eight, if they're not your cheerleader. So these are our red flags. And anything else you want to add on, Cor? No, I think that's that's enough. That's perfect. Alrighty, so I guess we're done. Um, again, you guys can, um, I guess, comment on, you know, your own um, red flags. You can comment that in whatever platform you can mention it. I just, we just wanted to start discussion, and we like talking, anyways. So, um, feel free to promote this podcast to whoever you think may need to hear it, yeah. um, because I know that all of us, we have that friend or even ourselves who um, find it difficult to, um, what you call, to navigate relationships, not saying that we're the professionals. There are always, you know, relationship coaches for that. But again, we're just talking because we're humans and we have the rights. Okay. Um, I love talking about relationships. If you guys want to hear more on relationships, that's cool. Um, we can always talk more. We can talk about um, future goals in a relationship or, you know, the one we or the about choice. Flags. The one or the choice. I really like that one. We're both very passionate about that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can talk about that. Yeah. But yeah, okay. So we're about done. Um, we hope that you guys have a bright week ahead. Anything else to add, God, before we close? And have an okay week. And have an okay week. Yeah. And also what we mean by that is to have an okay week where, you know, things are going to come at your way. But always remember that things are okay. Mm. Um, Amen to that. Amen to that. Okay. All right, guys. I'm Sharon and... I'm Corin. We hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. See you the next time. We out. Bye. Thank you.